G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Well, last week you will recall a new and significant controversy emerged. Cooper's Brewery faced a backlash over a promotional video in which their light beer was used by the Bible Society to call for some of the biggest issues in the nation to be debated in a civil and respectful way. Well, the debate chosen for the demonstration was same-sex marriage. Two of the proponents on each side of the debate, Andrew Hasty on one side, Tim Wilson on the other. Well, the participants each had in hand a Cooper's light beer with the message about keeping things light. Well, you can imagine the proponents of the argument for same-sex marriage flew into action, taking to Twitter in an effort to close down the idea of the Bible Society promoting civil debate over same-sex marriage. The upshot was that Cooper's Brewers, who've been a long-time supporter of the Bible Society, gave in to the strong-arm tactics of the same-sex lobby and distanced themselves from the Bible Society signing up to full support then for marriage equality. Well, let's get an update on where things are at. Greg Clark is the CEO of the Bible Society. Greg's joining us now. Hello, Greg. Welcome back to 2020. Hi, Neil. Great to talk to you. Greg, did you expect the message to become so twisted in the way that it has been? I guess we've always known that when you start to talk about the Bible and Christian faith in public, it's uh, something that really gets a reaction from people. And um, that's certainly what we got. But I guess it was probably uh, of a scale and from a direction that none of us had really anticipated. Well, it might be Christians who are wanting to keep it light, uh, but the opponents want a heavy-handed, shut-down type debate. Uh, Did that surprise you? It's been interesting from lots of different angles, actually. So this, I mean, we're delighted that our, our attempts to get the public thinking in a civilised manner about tough topics have really done that and put it on the front page of the papers. Um, And topics not just about same-sex marriage, but also about freedom of speech, about the role of religion in society, um, even about the role of alcohol in people's lives. I mean, these have all become, they've been talked about in the last uh, week or two. And um, let's hope we can keep that discussion going in a really fruitful manner. That's really the goal of, of being here among this, in this space as Bible Society is we really think the good book still has a lot to contribute to these discussions and people don't know it very well so they react against things that aren't quite right or they have already developed a view on, on the church and what the church has uh, done for society which is a negative view and we've got a lot of work to do to reverse that in people's eyes as Christians. Tell me about Coopers as a donor. They've been a long-time supporter of the Bible Society, and for people who've been listening and monitoring this debate along, uh, it's been quite surprising to know that a brewing company has been a supporter of the Bible Society. Is that relationship now beyond repair? Because clearly there's been a rift between Coopers and the Bible Society. Well, the Coopers Foundation has been a generous supporter of our uh, efforts to provide Bibles for the chaplaincy work in the Defence Forces, and they've done that for several years, and that's been a wonderful partnership, and we'll, we'll always be grateful for that. 
what happened here is really the accident of the public square and um, the sort of issues that arise when you stick your neck out and you're not quite sure what angle people are going to come from. So, um, I mean, we obviously never wanted the, the terrible drama for Coopers that has happened. Um, and they were very generous to us in offering to supply the uh, bicentenary cans of beer for our bicentenary. But, you know, things have taken off in a different direction and uh, we can only hope that uh, the future can be better uh, in a little while. In fact, it seems to be Cooper's on the receiving end of uh, a certain negativity from both sides. Had they decided to continue to support the Bible Society with a Twitter storm and uh, that sort of that side of the debate uh, coming out so uh, negatively against them, but but now it's, it's almost the opposite way too, because Christians who've seen their capitulation and uh, they're giving support now to the homosexual lobby, the joining of marriage equality, it's it's sort of a negative for Coopers there. Uh, from the Christian side too? Well, I can't really speak for Coopers. We're from the Bible Society side. We are just hoping to get back to the, the, the original task, and that was, can we approach these difficult issues with the Bible open to contribute to the debate? It's not the only voice in the debate, but we'd love it to be part of the debate, and we'd love it to be done no matter how difficult the issue in a manner that respects your neighbour and loves your neighbour. We appreciate, and we've learnt something from this discussion, that... Um, sometimes what one side thinks is respectful, another side doesn't experience as respectful. So that's where we've had to learn some lesson, lessons in this discussion. Um, but, you know, the Bible just gives us so many resources to do this, and so much of the New Testament is about how we talk to each other, how we treat each other, when we're different, when we have different views, how do you react to each other, and so much of Jesus' teaching touches on those topics. So I, I just come back to my view that and I will continue to advocate that the Bible itself does contain the resources we need to have these conversations and to develop a civil society. Uh, What we need to do, actually, is help people see and know the teachings of the Bible more clearly and um, to allow platforms where churches, Bible interpreters, speakers, academics, uh, commentators can discuss the Bible and discuss its input into these public matters. Greg, you've taken down the video from your website now, although you can still hear the audio of the program as it was aired. And this pressure that's come on Coopers, we've been hearing a lot about it, but what about the pressure that's come to the Bible Society? What sort of criticisms have you been receiving? Has the public been vocal in the way that they've been expressing their thoughts about this whole issue? Oh, we're completely fine, and we're getting lots of feedback from different directions, both positive and negative. Um, we've just removed the videos at Cooper's request because it was not something that uh, they were happy to continue the association with. And um, but the, the conversation and the and the, the uh, topics that are being discussed and the ability to have a civil debate, well, we still stand by our video doing a good job of that. And I think even people who are uh, angry about the issue of um, marriage equality or same-sex marriage could see that the debate itself was carried out in, in an exemplary fashion. So we've tried to give people access to that so they can make their own minds up about whether that was true. Was that video one in a series? Are there others that you already had pre-recorded that also were dealing with some of the tough issues that we're facing as a nation? We certainly intend to put out a series of videos. And we're working on that as we speak. So 
stay tuned and we'll see what's next. <laughs> is the message still to keep it light? I'd hope that we can, whatever the message is, I'd hope we can keep it light. And, um, and even when it is a very difficult topic, that people can discuss these matters in a civilised fashion, in a way that respects the view of the other person and actually seeks to understand the view of the other person and uh, be able to reflect it back to them, which was one of the great, uh, I think, joys of the video is the way that the two politicians were able to explain back to each other the other person's point of view and what a wonderful situation we would be in if we were all listening to each other carefully enough that we could do that. Now, of course, it's a well-known fact and does take a little bit of unpacking, but the Bible has shaped Australia as a nation. But in this day and age, with secularism on the rise, uh, with the advent of social media, with the advent of minorities that want their view heard and uh, prepared to be bullying to make that happen, can the Bible survive uh, what's happening in the 21st century? Well, I certainly hope it can. And I've always been of the view that um, we are taught as Christians that you are never to coerce people into your point of view. You are to persuade them of the truth and the beauty and the goodness of the Christian faith. And so we will aim to do that with uh, the resource of the Bible um, to make sure that people understand first what Christianity is and isn't about and to recognize that we can't assume any more a sort of baseline knowledge of what Christianity is. There might have been a time in the past in Australia where people had a rough understanding of what the Bible taught. They knew the stories of the Old Testament. They knew what Jesus said. They understood what Christmas and Easter were all about. And we've moved past that time now. So we're, in a sense, in a new age where Christian people or Bible-believing people have a chance to explain again what the teachings of Christianity are all about and that's quite exciting to think that we're, we're in a new time when it's not just the same old story that people are used to hearing at Sunday school, but actually the message of Jesus Christ, Jesus of Nazareth, what he did, what he taught, his life, his death, his resurrection, can arrive to people as quite a surprise and they'll hear it with fresh ears and hopefully with an open heart and mind. Well, Greg, we were talking just a few weeks ago and in anticipation of the birthday of the Bible Society, 200 years, just the most significant of milestones. And we were talking about what sort of celebrations you might have, blowing out the candles on a birthday cake, all of those sorts of things. I imagine that uh, when the whole controversy over the Cooper's Brewery began to break loose, you couldn't have anticipated that this would be the way the publicity for the 200 years would come about. Uh, when you look back on this, do you think you'll look back on that as a positive time, that the image and the reputation of the Bible Society was enhanced or will it be a time when you look back and say, if only that hadn't happened? Well, let me answer in this way to you, Neil. I've had some beautiful letters from people that suggest to me that we're onto something here. Someone said they were sitting in a doctor's waiting room and they heard the controversy on the radio. They looked down on the, on the table in between the chairs and there was a Bible. And they opened it up and had a look inside before they went under the dentist's drill. Um, and... Uh, wrote us a note and said, I never would have thought to open the Bible unless I'd heard about that campaign. Now I'm going to have a read and find out what it's all about. So for me, that's exactly why we did this, is to alert Australians who might never have gone to church, who might never have opened up a Bible, might not even have known that the Bible existed, to have a look at this most precious of books that's responsible for so many of the things that we love 
and hold dearly in Australia. And uh, if we can look back on our birthday and show that we've elevated people's awareness of the Bible and encouraged people to take a look inside, then we'll be extremely happy. And Greg, there is a sense, isn't there, in which the Bible these days isn't contained only in a book. You can get it online. You can have it as an app on your phone. You can search things. You can Google and ask Google what the Bible teaches about so many different issues. There's a lot of ways that people can engage with the Bible today. I imagine your encouragement is for people to not just leave it on the shelf, not just leave it uh, somewhere in the background on your mobile device, but to begin to engage and find out what the Bible really says about even these most contentious of issues. Well, that's right. It's uh, relatively easy to access the Bible these days. In the past, you know, it was quite difficult. But now if you've got an internet connection or you can listen to the radio or you've got a DVD player or if you've got an old book, then you can access the Bible in all those different ways. And there's plenty of tools around to help you do that. Um, and I should say that dropping into your local church that teaches the Bible and explains it to people week by week is a very good way of getting started on on uh, understanding the Bible. But I always say to people, if you've never started in on the Bible, it's actually a library of books, not just one book. And so you need to choose which book to start with and not necessarily start at the beginning and work your way through. That can be quite complicated. But I always suggest to start with the Gospel of John the Gospel of John in the New Testament. It actually begins with the words, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. So it does give you a story at the beginning, but then it traces through Jesus' life. And once you understand the Gospel of John, you can go back and start to put the rest of the Bible in place. So there's the challenge to people today, is to really understand what's inside the pages of the Bible. Do it on your app, on your app on your phone, or listen to the radio. There are plenty of ways to access the Word. Um, But you just need to stick with it and give it a bit of attention and give it at least as much attention as you would a a novel you might be reading or or a computer manual you might be interested in or any other books that seem important to your life. This one, more than anyone, has had a bigger impact on your world, so it deserves a bit of time and effort. Well, Greg Clark, it is a huge anniversary, 200 years. You've had a time in this past week You've been embattled in one sense, and uh, I think listeners will agree that you're on top of those things and uh, fighting fit, and uh, and you've got the Bible right at the forefront of the sorts of things you're talking about as we move into the future beyond the Cooper's controversy. Greg Clark, thanks so much for being with us today on 2020. Thanks, Neil, and thanks to all your listeners for their encouragement in the past week. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.